<laughs> and welcome to Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. Um, this is episode four in what's been a fairly weird journey so far. Um, what a week I've had. Um, busy in an awful way, but it's it's been good busy. All aimed towards doing this weird podcast. Um, at the end of the day, you hold up in a room at the strangest time possible just to chat into this for about half an hour. Um, I noticed over the last few weeks, uh, the sound hasn't been too great on the podcast, so I did. Let me just double. I'm just checking. I've got the right settings and everything on this. Um, but I've done the most nerdy thing imaginable. I watched a YouTube tutorial video as to how to work one of these microphones that I'm using. So hopefully this week there will be an improvement in the sound and volume. Also that and I'm projecting into the mic, like fully shouting. So it's not my actual natural voice. It's like my Brian Bless. I think I said Brian Bellow voice. Like the dude from Big Brother. I meant Brian Blessed. It was Brian, Brian Bellow. He said, you mean, I don't even, don't even know the way Brian Bellow speaks. But I know the way Brian Blessed speaks. It's bloody well like this. That was loud. And if you're listening to this on your earphones, apologies for peeking in your ears. Yeah. But yeah, what's the tutorial video, which took about four minutes to basically say, mate, turn the fucking gain up and speak into the right side of the microphone, you stupid old freak. And I went, dead on, young man. I will do that. So I've turned the gain up. I've turned up the volume and hopefully the podcast will be loud enough to be able to hear, but not too loud that you go, ah, my ears, ah, you'll just go, that's just a pleasant level of volume that I can enjoy Dave Elliott's weird and wonderful, if that's your opinion, podcast. So... I want to start off with the boring stuff, because um, I know the most listeners will probably be listening at this early stage. I want to plug my show, 30 Years of Dave, at the Black Box in Belfast on Sunday. Yeah, the Lord's Day, the 26th of November. Um, tickets are actually selling quite well for this. The last time it sold out, so what I'm saying to you guys, you weirdos, my hombres, my hombreses, my hombreses, whatever the terms are my trans braces which are like transgender homies and home braces yeah i'm saying go buy your tickets now because i know a lot of people go mm, i quite like to go and see this show but i'll wait until like closer to the end of the month or closer to the time and maybe just go rock up buy a ticket on the day don't do that because the last time it sold out and i don't want you to miss out and i know there's listeners to the podcast who didn't make it to the last show and it's going to be an extravaganza. It's going to be really good fun night. And I want to try and pack out the place as much as possible too. So, um, you know, guys, get your tickets. Get down. But buy the tickets early. Don't be disappointed. Comedy's selling out flat out across this country at the minute, homies. You know? So don't be disappointed. Get your tickets. They're on all my social media. I'll put a wee post up again. Basically saying, there's the link. Go to it. I'll spoon feed you. I'll spoon feed you like a little baby. Like, you guys are not my little baby, 
because it'd be weird to just spoon feed your own little baby, especially if it's a little baby. It would have to be somebody else's little baby, like I'm some kind of like special nanny that comes along and just takes the little baby. And like I'm like, mm, I don't have a breast, so I can't breastfeed the little baby. How can I do it? Mm, I know, I'll spoon feed it. So then you go and get yourself a nice little spoon. You pour whatever it is like the baby eats, like stew or whatever, onto the spoon. And you go, here's a fucking airplane, open your mouth, bam, eat the food. Eat the food. Eat the... Tina. Eat the food. Oh. That was Napoleon Dynamite. A good impression as well of that. Idiots. But you probably knew that anyway. Um, But yeah, we are... We're in, in my wee office for the last time today, which is sad. We did the Boytown podcast in here for the last time. And it was very emotional in here now. Because I've only done basically three episodes of this podcast. It's not as emotional, but it's still... A little bit weird. It's a bit more echoey in the room. Hopefully, I'm louder and clearer for people to listen to. But it, it's definitely more echoey. Mm. Ah, I got a wee dry mouth there. So, I took a wee bit of fluid on board. And um, that's something I want to talk about too. Irks I have, right? Something that annoys me. And as a podcast listener myself, like I, I, there's a lot of podcasts I would listen to every week without fail. Obviously, Boytown's one, but um, I find that in some podcasts, like the hosts in that always reference what they're drinking. They're always like, mm, let me get a drink of my coffee here. Or, mm, I'm just having me drink of my tea. And then you have to listen to them swallow. I hate that. I hate it. Listeners don't give a shit what you're drinking unless like it's like blood. Imagine they went, oh man, just uh, refreshing my old gills here with a mouthful of um, an extra neighbor's blood after I of them and drained them through his uh, through his femoral artery and just I don't know, a vampire and a murderer guys then you want to know but other than that I, I don't give a shit what you're what, what you're drinking dude so anyone whose podcast I listen to stop telling me you're having a drink you know that is weird also and the fact that I've got a condition too that I don't like listening to like eating noises like that there's something that just, it, it pisses, I, I hate it, is eating noises, right? And you always come across as ignorant or rude because you react how you react to it, right? But it, it's something that irks me, like the sound of people like slurping food, like it's like sucking a drink, like, and then like slapping it in your mouth. Oh, it, it, it gets me so annoyed. And only recently I discovered that it's actually a medical condition. It's a condition called misophonia, where like noises literally make you feel sick. Like I don't feel like I'm gonna throw up when I hear eating noises. I feel like I wanna like I wanna kill somebody. Like I get unyielded strength. Like Doc Ock in Spider Man, I can just I can harness the power of a thousand suns in the palm of my hand with anger when I hear people eating. And it's, it's got to the point where like I can't actually eat in a room with no background noise. So if I'm like having my dinner, I'll have a TV on in the background or some music or something uh, just to drown it out. And uh, if I'm in a restaurant or a busy place, there's already background noise, that's fine. But if it's quiet, there, there's got to be something, whether it's listening to music, playing something in the background. Even when I'm on my own, like if I'm in a quiet room by myself and can't hear stuff going on, I start being able to hear how my body works. I can start hearing like heartbeats, my breathing, and I'm like, I need to pull my 
I need to pull my own heart out. It's annoying me that much. And like when I swallow, there's no n noise worse than the swallowing noise. Um, I thought I just I, I can't stomach it. It it grates me. So if any other guys are sufferers of misophonia, major shout out to the misophonia crew. Um, you're not alone. Don't feel as though you have to keep these feelings under wraps. You know, be loud, be proud. If you need some background noise, put background noise on. If you need to smack somebody for eating with their mouth open, you know, tell them Papinho sent you. Tell tell them I am a weirdo that listens to the weird podcast and I am coming to knock you knock you out, you jaw slapping spunk festering freak. <sighs> Sorry, I got real angry there again just thinking about it. But yeah, stick up for yourselves, guys. We're a movement too. Mysophonia lives matter. Alright, stick up for yourselves. Oh, got myself annoyed, so we'll go on to the weird story of this week. Um, Guys, there hasn't been too many of you telling me weird stories this week, which is kind of sly, because the whole point of this podcast is that, you know, you, you have to come forward with some, some weird stuff for me to, to look at. So... Oddly, a source that will remain unnamed, me, found a weird story anyway to discuss. And the, the headline of this story was, Woman who breastfed a puppy and fertilised one of her eggs with a dog cell wins art prize. That's what's wrong with the world today. This, like, the difference between what's perceived as art and what otherwise would be known as freaky as fuck is too blurred now. A woman who breastfed a puppy and even fertilised one of her eggs with a dog cell has won a prestigious art prize. Maya Schmeckrar, who conducted her bizarre projects whilst living in seclusion with her dogs as part of her canine topology art experiment. The Slovenian artist underwent systematic breast pumping in order to trick her body into producing breast milk before breastfeeding a puppy during the piece. Weird. She also took a fat cell from another dog and used it to fertilise one of her eggs in a method similar to using IVF. She used a fat cell to form the dog, so no dog sperm was used and there was absolutely no way the egg could have become an embryo, which would have been impossible even if a sexual cell from a dog was used. Yeah, but because that's because, in case you're wondering, humans and dogs can't procreate together, which is, is shit because if ever I was asked to be a superhero and I had a superpower, I always say I'd like to be... The dog man who can just like I, I don't want really any other dog skills like I'd like to be able to lick my own balls no doubt but other than that I'd just like to be able to drop to all fours and be able to run at extreme pace that would be my skill as a superhero as, as dog man I would just drop to all fours and sprint I, I wouldn't want to have all the like the wee traits that dogs have that would be would negate me in my pursuit of being a superhero like, I wouldn't want to, like, just see another dude's ass and go, I need my snout up in that. I wouldn't like to be like, what's this? Oh, I like the look of that. Let me just piss on that. And it's mine now. I wouldn't like that sort of stuff. But just to be able to drop to all fours and absolutely bomb, I would love I would love to do that. But um, critics, critics love this lady's art project and have awarded her with the golden Nika at the Priars Electronica in Austria. The jury released a statement saying, uh, I'll try, I'll do this uh, obviously in Austrian. <laughs> the artwork canine topology at first sight may in 
engender feelings of shock and possibly even dismissal. The complexity and explicitness of this project is difficult to explain without a dangerous simplifications. So basically, they're saying that this is really impressive artwork because she has breastfed dogs, slept naked with dogs, and performed fertilization with dogs, which is weird because under the under the guise of art, people are like, mm, "What she? What? What exactly is she trying to convey with this piece? Um, is it the is it the natural connection between mammals? Is it?" Um, is it just the, the, the link between canines and humans that they're not that different after all, really? They can be breast... There's, there's a link. There's a, an intrinsic link between the two. And what um, Maja is trying to do here is just express that and make us realise how close it is. Yet, to an, an untrained eye like myself, it's just this girl is in the bestiality she is a weirdo and she's just being freaky with dogs like i have a dog and he jumps up in the bed every morning for a wee cuddle in the nice warmth but if he gets too close in and around my balls region although his fur is lovely and soft i don't like it it feels uncomfortable yet she's rubbing her dog on her she's fertilizing her eggs with dog stuff and she's just like if this wasn't an art experiment, right? So say you hadn't seen this in this art world. Say you just picked up a copy of the Daily Sport, for example, and it said, dude fucks dog. You go, mm, that's so weird. Like, if you just said, like, Jonte from Scunthorpe has been fertilising his dog's eggs, albeit not with, like, stem cell, like IVF, just with his dick, you go, that guy's, there's seriously something wrong with that dude, like, he's, uh, a gross guy, and, like, you might, you might be listening out there, and be thinking, bestiality, that's a strange thing, it's not that common, you'd be surprised, I, um, in my, an old job I did, I had to work with, homeless people for a while and like rehouse them and stuff and and there was particular times where we have to deal with maybe less than savoury individuals and there was a dude who come in one day and he was looking for accommodation and in, in that time you had to ask sort of if you have any convictions because there are obviously there are different types of temporary accommodation you can put people in you can't obviously like stick someone who's maybe a schizophrenic just in a normal hostel because they need care and assistance and whatnot so same applies to like people who've committed sexual offenses you can't just put somebody who maybe is a a, a, ch- a pedophile in like a family hostel because of the kids and that so we're clearing this up and i says this guy um look do you have any previous sexual offenses that we need to know about before we put you anywhere and he goes yes mate I said, right okay what's that and he goes I, I was in jail because when I was younger, when I was 17, I had a girlfriend who was 15 and, um, you know, we, we had sex, which l- was legally wrong, you know, and I'm sort of thinking to him, flipping heck, they're of a similar age, Do you know, it's it's pretty harsh to, to be, go to jail for that, you know, and blah, 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 I thought, 
how long are we in jail for? Expecting maybe a few months or whatever. He goes, seven years. I'm like, mm-hmm. alarm bells, ding, ding, ding. It's like, that's, that's really harsh. Why would they send you to jail for, for seven years for that? And he was like, oh, I don't know, mate. It was just unlucky. And I went, right, okay, no problem. So that the, the, the guy had to go again while we got his sort of police records and that. So got the police report back on the dude. And he, let's be fair, he told me a little fib. He had said, I had a girlfriend who's 15 when I was 17. That was the breach of the law. That's why I, end, I ended up in prison. Um, what he failed to tell me was all the other offences that he had committed, um, such as bestiality, paedophilia, forced buggery, all this stuff. And I, I've never hated to do more, to be honest with you. And whenever you have to be professional, it's hard to keep that um, head on you but again you're doing a job you have to do that and we, we, we eventually got him out of the way but it wasn't any one of your kids thank god but then whenever he called him back in I wasn't just going to let the guy get away with lying to me right so he comes back in and I was like uh, you, you li- like when I'm lied to it, it it hurts me bad you know I can't take it very well I was like man you told me that you went to jail for um, sexual offences in relation to your relationship with your girlfriend when you were 17. She was 15. And he goes, yes. I go, what about all that? And there's about 40 other offences. And he was like, ah, <laughs> like hands up, you got me. And he was like, yeah, well, the thing about that is I just don't like talking about it. Like putting it on me, like how, how dare you pry into my private business mister it's like it's not like he's gone like oh man I like to wear makeup do you know what I mean it's not like he does something that maybe he doesn't want brought out into public like he's a full pervert and that needed to be called and he's like well I don't like talking about it thanks for bringing it up so that guy's a piece of shit and he hasn't won any art prizes and he shouldn't win any art prizes because he's a pervert and I also think this artist is a pervert. Because don't breastfeed dogs unless you're a dog. Unless you're like the dog from the AS Roma crest. The AS Roma football crest. Feeding all the little people or whatever the Roma dog feeds. Don't breastfeed dogs. You freak. <sighs> I feel like I'm getting I feel like I'm getting like angry in this podcast this week. First of all, talking about misophonia and eating noises and then talking about that dirty old bastard and now I'm talking about breastfeeding dogs, Jesus. In fact, you know what? Why let's just go for the Trinity. Let's go for the all three things that are annoying me. Top knots. Why are top knots coming back in again? Like they were so twenty fifteen. Like they're definitely not 2017, certainly not creeping in 2018. Please, guys, if you're listening, join me and, 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 and knock down top knots. Take them. Let's go around, t- buy yourself a pair of fancy fabric scissors and just keep them in your handbags or your pockets or your man bags or your bums, wherever you keep scissors. And if you see a top knot, chop it off. Now, I have to specify what top knot I'm talking about. See if you have like nice flowing hair and you just need to tie it up. Cool. 
do that. That is totally fine with me. And I accept that. I accept you as a person. But see whenever you grow the top of your head, the hair on the top of your head, just so you can scoop it back and tie it in the tiniest little knot. Not even a knot. Sometimes it looks like a shit paintbrush. But yet you have the sides and the back shaved. Oh, just jump into traffic. Just, just... What, is it, what do you want to achieve with that look? It doesn't look sweet in any way. It's, it's awful. Like, whenever you get home from that, from work or wherever you're out with a stupid haircut and you take that wee tie out of your hair and hair just flops down, what do you look like? A lonely, sad prick with this droopy hair dropping all over your face all stra- straggly like a wet rat. You look gross, you look like one of those grass heads. You know where they like get a pair of your mummy's tights and they fire the sawdust in and a few wee seeds and stick eyes on it and it grows just the, the hair out the top. That's what you look like and it's not cool. You know, it's not a good look. And like, there's only one circumstance where I think you should be fine to have a top knot. And that circumstance is if you're a samurai. That is the sole reason that I think you should have a top knot. Like, say for example, your name's Pat, and I'm chatting to you, Pat, and I'm like, Pat, I don't like that haircut, and I think you need to, you need to address it. And then Pat says to you, oh yeah, man, sorry, it's just my style, and it's just my top knot. I'm sorry. You go, not really a good enough excuse. Um, but, if Pat turns around to you, and he goes, um, to be fair, we made, my name's not actually Pat. It's um, Toraka Foru Tenagoshi. And I'm, I'm, a, I'm an ancient samurai from Japan. In that case, I go, alright, okay. Whatever your name is. Um, I didn't know that. And out of curiosity, wh- wh- why do J- Japanese people have to have that top knot? And then Toraka Foru Tenagoshi says to me, he goes, uh, I mean, because it's like an ancient samurai code where like, um, we have this thing where if you like and all get killed and stuff, that they, they like chop off your head and then hold it up to be like, gotcha. And that's why the hair, because I mean, it'd be gross. Like imagine you cut somebody's head off and they're bald and you had to just like lift up the wee wet medicine ball head and try to hold that up and you get blood all over your hands. Ugh, you don't want that, do you? And I'd be like, nah, it's a... That's a fair point. And um, Pat, it is, you've, you've made it well. And then he would walk off as we top knot. And I would just look around for like something and just lob his head off and go, fucking cheers for telling me that, Pat, you top knot wearing hipster prick. And enjoy the afterlife, you fucker. <laughs> oh. Guys, I'm, get, I'm getting better. I'm going to try and cheer myself up a wee bit here. And uh, have we look at at some of the, the podcast reviews? Because what, what we should do, guys, is make, make me a happy boy, is go and rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and it's also on SoundCloud. Uh, albeit, I just call it The Weird Podcast, but its actual title is Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast, because hmm, it's The Weird Podcast, and I'm Dave Elliott. So strange. Um, but... That's uh, 
that's what it is. So if you go to that, Dave Elliott, Weird Podcast, and write a review. I'm trying to encourage people, if you want to write a review, make it as weird as possible. I'll read it out in the podcast. Um, obviously, give me a nice wee five-star review if possible. But, I mean, if you, if you review it and you write a weird comment, I'll read it out in the podcast and give you a shout-out every week. So we have a couple of new reviews from last week. Which is, is good. There must have been just a wee five star review. But no comment. And this one's from. Hmm. Mega. It's either Mega Megs Meg. Or it's either Mega Meg Smeg. I'm going to hope. Uh, assume it's the first one. Because it, um, I think it must be somebody called Megan. Mega Meg. And if it's a girl. She'll probably not have Smeg. Which is knob cheese. So. I'll go for that one. Um, Mega Meg Smeg has said for a start, shout out to her Dave. Thanks Mega Meg Smeg. I appreciate the shout out. If you're a weird gal or guy looking for a weird podcast, look no further. And now this is probably the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Dave is truly the David Guest of strange auditory entertainment. Just more animated and oily. Correct. And that's a shout out to my last podcast when I got baby oil all over my face and spots. Gross, thank goodness. My skincare regime has been top quality this week and I've addressed that problem and I do not look one bit oily or gross this week. You'll be pleased to hear. Thanks for all you do, Dave. Weird me up before you go-go. Love that. That's the sort of quality that I want to get on my on my reviews. So thanks very much, Mega Meg Smeg. And I... Pr- I I appreciate you. Right, we'll top off, stop off on, on readers' questions. There's no weird stories this week, guys. Sad. So if something weird happens to you, you know, come at me and say and, and show me what weird stories go on at the world in the world. If you have any weird stories yourself, like if you have anything that has happened to you and you're like, Fuck, I need to tell Papa Bear about this, get in touch with the podcast. Tweet me at the Dave Elliot. Get me on Instagram at the Dave Elliot. Or follow my Facebook page and send me a message on it. Dave Elliott Comedy. There we go. We'll, we'll get that on there and I'll, I'll answer all your questions. So on Twitter, first of all. Um, Stu Bapper and I said, Hey Dave, what's the weirdest thing you're expecting from childbirth and parenthood? That's actually a big question. Um, I think the weirdest thing for me will be when I first am left alone with my baby that that come across wrong came across wrong I didn't mean it in that way but I mean what am I going to do like I do not know what I'm doing like I'll just be sitting there with this wee dude or dudette looking at me like look after me daddy <laughs> and I'll be like kid I don't know how this is just, we're going to wing this and we're going to just have to keep winging it until you're a full adult but it's going to be fun. That's one thing for sure. I'm looking forward to it. And hopefully things work out. If not, um, you know, it's, it's awkward for me. But it'll be fine. I'm looking forward to it. The whole experience is going to be pretty weird. I'm sure childbirth will be weird itself. I've been watching the Alien film, so I know, I know kind of what to expect. Well, that's Stu. Cheers. Um, Michael Jardine, the sardine, has said, here's a weird photo of me and your lovely doppelganger, James, who, by the way, great looking guy, like me, but younger. Um, 
here's a photo of me and your doppelganger James having a lovely time. But what's the weirdest time you've had with your best bro? I don't know. I think um he's probably talking about Shane. We've had some weird times together. Possibly the weirdest was when we did a video for Spa recently and we were in the bath together. That certainly felt the weirdest. The bubbles and everything. The whole scenario was very, very weird. Um, So that would be that. Peter McEldowney has said, why don't the Boytown podcast hosts appreciate a brilliant 54-minute intro theme when they hear one? I'll tell you why, Peter. It's 54 minutes, man. See, if it was like a bit shorter, we loved it. But it was a good tune, but seven minutes long for an intro of a podcast. That's eating into the actual quality time that we get to talk about bum-bums and stuff like that. So if you make it shorter, mm-hmm, it'd be nicer. Um, I might try to make a shorter, weirder one for the Weird Podcast. Yeah, I would like that. And if you're listening, the sort of music that I want for the Weird Podcast is like either something Will I Am would do for the Black Eyed Peas or like a take on Chris Angel's Mind Freak thing. That's what I'd be liking for the Weird Jingle. And Megan has said on Twitter, what's the weirdest thing you've seen in someone else's house? Well, uh, I don't know, back to probably my old job where I had to do like house calls. For people like I dealt with antisocial behaviour in a previous job and had to go out to like bad boys and girls who were like causing trouble. And there was this one girl who's about 21 and she was hefty, let's say. Hefty and unclean. She wasn't a very uh, clean girl and people used to complain about the dogs doing shits and stuff in the, in the back garden. And uh, so I went out to deal with her basically and obviously I interrupted her Jeremy Kyle session. And uh, she wasn't best pleased with that. And whilst I was there, she was just sitting watching Jeremy Kyle in dirty pyjamas with stains all over them. About probably 25 stone, this girl is. Just reclined on her sofa, just eating, like just leafing slices of ham out of a packet and just shoving them in her face while I was talking to her. And that was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in someone's house. And on Instagram questions, uh, Chris Barr has sent me a message saying, what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you on a plane? Um, probably went to LA last year with Ethiopian Airlines. That was fairly weird. Uh, the tickets weren't advanced enough to get swiped through or scanned, so they punched it, like old school style. Got on the plane expecting, like, we're going to have to drop our feet down the bottom of this plane and run the plane into the sky. But actually, it was the most beautiful new plane we've got. Got free wine, free beer, full road of myself. Um, so that was weird, but brilliant. Um, and last, let me see, Marcus Marshall Meyer, cool name bro, has said, can a short person talk down to a tall person? Mm, I like that, that's a good question. Yes, physically they can't unless they're at a higher point, but but yeah, they, they can verbally speak down to somebody and degrade them. And what do you imagine South Africa to be like? I've been to South Africa and it's great, it's a wonderful place, beautiful and warm, which is what else do you want? I'm um, just rushing through these questions here because we've got to wrap up now. Um, and in fact, there's one there that I will cover in next week's podcast from our own to Aaron Butler. Um, he's put a great question in, but I'll do that next week because it needs to. It, it involves time to give it what it what it wants. So, guys, thanks very much for listening to another half hour of weirdness. Um, we don't have a like a an an exit song to end on, so. We're just going to close it. But since we don't have the exit song, I'll just make a Bowie Weird tune. Okay, so thanks very much for listening to the Weird Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes. Get connected on SoundCloud. Tell your mates. Spread the word. Let's take over the world with weirdness.
Weird.